G'day mate, Forty here. So one of the foundational principles for my worldview is that uh, to understand why people act the way they do, like look at the incentives that they're operating under. For example, you should never expect anyone to articulate anything or believe anything that will undercut their income. And so most of us, we want respect and positive feelings and regard from just a very tiny subsection of the people around us. Right, so if you're a dentist, you, it's really important to you that you get respect from your fellow dentists. If you're a lawyer or a journalist, right, or a, a movie producer in Hollywood or a model, right, you want respect from people in your industry. So journalism, right, highly conformist medium because people really want respect from their peers, just like pretty much every other group. If, if someone's profession is important to them, and they're primarily interested in the respect of their peers in their profession. So recognizing incentives that people operate under gives you a good handle on what they're doing. So right now I'm operating in the genre of uh, live streamer. And so the incentives are to say the things that will create an audience, build an audience, uh, build income, uh, attract attention, attract a following. And so there's no income or following. Or attention coming from saying that there are no UFOs, or that vaccines work, or that uh, governments and elites generally did a better than to be expected, better than average job with regard to COVID. Right? There, there are no incentives for that as a live stream. On the other hand, I have a lot of friends who are professors, and those friends are important to me. So I also operate under the incentive I want to retain you know, my my friends who are. You know, high achieving in uh, universities. Have I done my pull-ups today? No, I don't feel good. So I haven't done my pull-ups today. I might might do them a little later if I start feeling better. But uh, if I say things that uh, go against you know attention grabbing, uh, you know, things like UFOs and uh, there's some kind of you know global elite out to screw you over all right I'm operating against the incentives of my medium that I'm working in so I'm more likely than not telling you what I honestly believe to be true now what I honestly believe to be true may not be true but it, uh, it kind of gives you an insight into where someone's coming from like Tucker Carlson gets enormous number of eyeballs because he's a hilarious demagogue he'll say all sorts of ridiculous things to Grab, uh, grab attention. So yeah, we're on Rodeo Drive here in, in Beverly Hills. But why does Tucker Carlson say so many ridiculous, patently false things to grab attention, such as, oh, it's now established that the CIA played a role in the assassination of John F. Kennedy? Well, that's a good way to get attention, you know, particularly from low IQ types, but uh, you can still generate a pretty big audience by saying uh, ridiculous things. Now. Why do university professors who say specialize in psychology or anthropology, why do they deny you know, the most basic facts that different peoples have, have different gifts? Because the incentives of their profession align against them. Like, no professor wants you know, some outsider sending complaining emails to their dean. Like the two blokes behind Decoding the Gurus podcast, uh, Matt Brown and Chris Cavanaugh, they said in one of their Patreon videos, like the, the biggest nightmare is you know, their dean getting you know, complaining or incendiary emails about them. So no professor wants that. So they're heavily incentivized to stay within what is socially acceptable in their peer group, in their profession. You know, what would be socially acceptable to their university or to their dean 
And so you can recognize that they're not un highly unlikely to rock the boat because virtually nobody is going to say anything publicly that will cost them their income or cost them their status with the people most important to them. So I notice with most of my pe peers, uh, they, their, their career success is like the number one thing to them. You see, yeah, I see a fair number of celebrities on the street, like Kawhi Leonard, who's uh, won two NBA championships, I think one with the Spurs, one with uh, Toronto, and now he plays for the, the Los Angeles Clippers. So yeah, a lot of uh, celebrities around here. So I used to go to psychotherapy near here, and one morning I'm pouring my heart out to my psychotherapist, and the door opens and Cheryl Teagues, like the, the great swimsuit model in that uh, string that string swimsuit uh, that came out as a poster around 1977. All right, uh, Cheryl Teague's like 1970s, early 1980s swimwear model like was a greater sense of stimulation for me than any other model of which I'm aware. But uh, in about 1999 or 2000, she pokes her head into my psychotherapy. She was not looking quite as good as she used to. Uh, but it was, it was really a blast from the past. Like, wow, there's, you know, model Cheryl Teague. She was uh, looking for the restroom. So, yeah, a lot of celebrities. And the good thing about L.A. is that people rarely bother celebrities. You know, people don't go up to them and go, wow, and make a big deal.